In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Small country churches often have messages on their church signs out front, and some are the kind of the turn or burn guilt-provoking uh, variety, like the one that I saw uh, that said uh, this, C-H blank blank C-H, what is missing? Can you figure that out? You are, you are missing from church. Well, I guess it is true. We are missing from church. At least we're missing being in church. Virtual worship, while it's better than nothing, it does get tiresome. Uh, my friend Drew, who's the minister at St. Albans in um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, wrote a parody uh, called Online Worship, and he wrote it to the tune of the Rolling Stones' Wild Horses. And my favorite line is this, our kids will be pagans. They watch church on the floor. Dad, fast forward the sermon. We've heard it before. A few days ago, I did see one church sign that I really liked, and I love the simplicity of it. And it just said simply this, our world needs Jesus. And Christy turned to me and said, truer words were never spoken. And she's right. And you don't need to be in church to need Jesus. You can need Jesus anywhere. You can need Jesus everywhere. Our world needs Jesus. An Associated Press poll reported that Americans are the unhappiest they've been in 50 years uh, from the article says this, this bold yet unsurprising conclusion comes from the COVID response tracking study conducted at University of Chicago, finds that just 14% of Americans say that they're very happy, down from 31% who said the same in 2018. That year, 23% said they often or sometimes felt isolated in recent weeks. Now 50% say that. And it's important to note that that study was conducted before the death of George Floyd. Um, on a clergy webinar last week, the bishop arranged for a counselor who teaches clergy wellness at Virginia Union University to talk to us about the difficulties that ministers are facing right now. And those difficulties are not unlike the strains and stresses uh, that everybody is facing. She said that anxiety um, of the anxiety of both the pandemic and the civil unrest, which is fueled by the 24-hour news cycle, creates a fight-or-flight chemical reaction in our bodies. So basically, reading about a spike in cases or a wave of violence feels like your house is on fire, she said. And chemicals produced um, in your body during crises are very helpful. Uh, for instance, you can race up the stairs and grab your sleeping children out of the third floor bedrooms if the house is on fire. Or you can lift a tractor uh, that's overturned on your friend's leg with your adrenaline. But when those chemicals just sit there with your morning coffee day after day, even if you try to work them off on your Peloton, well, you begin to experience chronic stress and the body keeps the score. Trouble sleeping, inability to fully concentrate, lethargy, stomach digestive problems, to name a few. And maybe you can relate to that. 
Anyway, all of this is to say what the sign says. Our world needs Jesus. There's a whole lot of talk, 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 talk right now on all fronts uh, by lots of talking heads, including my own talking head. Um, too much talk, if you ask me. If you uh, subscribe to the Almost Daily Devotional, you will have noticed this past week there's a lot less of my words and much more of Jesus's words, and that's because our world needs Jesus. Another way to say that is that our world needs the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, there are certain verses in the scripture which articulate what that gospel is with true clarity, and today we have one. We have one of those verses in our reading from the Romans passage this morning, Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life. Now, there are two notable contrasts in those two clauses, aren't there? The first is wage versus free gift. You earn a wage. You are given a gift. Many of us are notorious earners. We, we earn a living. We earn someone's trust. We earn our salary. We earn uh, a vacation after we put in lots of hard work. Earning one's keep, uh, although it's the way of the world, it can be an exhausting way to live. Christy and I were invited over to a new neighbor's patio uh, this past week for a bourbon tasting. And there were five of us there, and the neighbor had tastes of three different bourbons for all of us in all these separate glasses. And we were supposed to first guess the, the tasting notes of each, cherry or clove or oak or tobacco, etc. And after that, we were supposed to guess the brand of bourbon. And apparently, <laughs> I was working really hard at being right because my new neighbor in the middle of this looked at me and said, Paul, you really are a high achiever, aren't you? And I thought, dang it. If you can't enjoy a bourbon tasting without winning, then you've got a real problem. According to the Bible, however, I'm not the only one with the real problem. And that leads to the second contrast in Romans 6.23. Death versus eternal life. The wages of sin is death. All earning ends in death. That is what sin does to us. That is what the law does to us. Sinners try to earn, and sinners can never earn enough to merit God's righteousness. The law can never be fulfilled. Moreover, the comparison to others game, well, at least I'm not as bad as she is, cuts no mustard with God. Our friend Connor Gwynn had a great post on Mockingbird about the temptation to, quote, identify out. He said that newcomers to 12-step groups are warned against this. In other words, finding reasons that they are not like the other people in that church basement. They're not that far gone. You know, they haven't lost the job. They're, they're not old enough, and so on and so on. 
And he said this, the habit of identifying out applies to almost every area of life. It is not just alcoholics and addicts that are burdened by being, quote, terminally unique. We, by which I mean humans, love to be different and not like those other people, whoever those other people are. Well, according to the Bible, we are all sinners whose earning only leads one place, and that's death. There is no identifying out. Thankfully, that's not the end of the verse, nor the end of the story. Have you noticed that the gospel is always in the however? This may be true. However, that's where the gospel is. And in the case of our verse, it's in the but. Dave uh, Zoll's brother, John, said in a sermon one time, thankfully, we have a but, and it's a big but. <laughs> and to our point this morning, the big but is the free gift of God in eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. On the cross, he fulfilled the law. On the cross, he earned our salvation for us. It's all ours, and it's a free gift. I will use my words to say one thing in the closing of this short sermon. I need Jesus, his free gift, and his eternal life. You need Jesus, his free gift, and his eternal life. Our world needs Jesus, his free gift, and his eternal life.